what do you feel about Latinx itself, the term, right? The, the term is always like people are like, I love it, I hate it, I don't understand it, it's misunderstood. Oh, yeah. Does, does Latin plenty of conversations about right, that. Right, right, right. Does Latinx mean Generation X, but it's a Hispanic market? No, no, it's, it's just a gender neutral thing. But like, yeah. even, even that took a, took a while for people to understand. I remember the struggle of using the word Latino in my writing and then feeling as if I had to be writing Latinos and Latinas instead. But then that was too long sometimes. And even now, working in Spanish language media, my colleagues and I have conversations about using the word Latino versus Latinx, simply because a lot of audiences have yet to adopt the word Latinx into their vocabulary. It's a word that comes with a message that defies the Latin American patriarchal culture. And to many, it represents the new generation. In the second part of my episode with Joe Bernard, partner and chief revenue officer of NGL Collective, we continue our conversation on the strength and rapidly growing potential of the Latinx market. Hola, yo soy Andrea Márquez, and this is Latinx, a show from La Red Hispana for those of us who feel like we're somewhere in between. Ni de aquí, ni de allá. As millennials, we have a lot to talk about and a lot we want to say. So join us in conversation every week as we figure out how we can get involved in our communities, locally, nationally, or even internationally. As you know, a podcast is a journey, and I would love for you to follow ours. So follow us on Instagram at Latinx and reach out. I'd love to hear from you. We're also on Apple iTunes Podcasts, so remember to download and subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date. Due to safety reasons, we are recording from home, so please bear with us if the sound is not of studio quality. Better today than it was you know, a while ago. And look, and there's some people that argue it's not much better today, right? Some people will say, would you believe that in 2020, we're still fighting for a share of budget when we've already had three censuses, there's already been the Ricky Martin moment and we're still waiting, you know? <laughs> right. Right, so it's kind of funny. Um, and it's true, you know, it's true. It's like, there are times where I'm, I'm confronted with a question that I swear to God was like built in 1985 and you're like really you're still asking that question for those of you who haven't listened to the first part of this episode I recommend you do that first it's episode 9 on Latinx for those of you who have already listened here's a quick recap on NGL collective NGL stands for next generation Latinx a digital media and entertainment company that was co-founded by actor John Leguizamo and David Chattel with the purpose of furthering and growing next generation Latinx voices NGL Collective produces content that organically reaches Latinx audiences in language, in culture, and in context. Which are words that mean, they understand us. They not only want to speak to us, but they want to create a space for us. They even go one step further and understand that as Latinx, somos de diferentes sabores. We're not all the same, and we can't all be put in the same category. As the daughter of a Mexican mother, I can tell you that her culture is different from that of my Honduran fathers. Or, as a border child, my culture is different from Joe's, who has a Puerto Rican background. It's important for us to recognize that there isn't one way to speak to the Latinx community. The homogenization is a challenge at times. It's understanding that there's nuance to some of it, depending on who the audience or who that mom is, is where, you know, the biggest challenge is. And, and some of that isn't even a challenge of understanding. I think some people even understand the nuances. At times, it's the challenge of resources where, you know, some some companies or agencies just feel 
for whatever the reason is, you know, not saying it's wrong or right, but you know, it could be a financial decision where, you know, we don't have the ability to create stuff that's nuanced for every single subsector. Um, you know, and while I understand that, you know, I think that that's always going to leave an open opportunity for a competitor who maybe does take that step forward and says, you know what, if you want to, you know, homogenize it based on budget, that's cool, but I'm going to go in and do it, right? And they'll win, you know, because you, you have to understand the nuances and you have to play to it. You have to do that. And I mean, to your point, I think that there's a lot of people who, you know, have an advertising strategy and then they have a separate millennial strategy, right? <laughs> and yet, you know, I think the majority of millennials in this country are like Latino. So then, you know, but our millennial strategy is not Latino, it's a millennial strategy. Well, no, guys, come on, you, you got to take that extra step. It's sort of what you're saying. And, you know, I think the more and more we have success within organizations like that, where more Latinos are in positions to speak their mind and kind of point that out, I mean, the better we're going to be. Leadership should represent the over 60 million Hispanics living in the United States, or the more than 45 million Blacks, as well as other minorities. Recently, companies have adopted new practices to be able to connect to consumers during COVID-19 lockdowns. Companies like Bank of America, Walmart, and Comcast, among others, have pledged money to fight inequality. That's a start. I know there's still so much more to go, and there is, and we got to keep fighting. And that's my whole career has been, you know, making sure I'm putting that fight up. But you also have to take a moment and stop and acknowledge those in our world that have kind of done that successfully, right? And Latin music right now is doing it, you know? So like, if I don't understand BTS, you don't understand J Balvin, right? <laughs> it's sort of like, there's all these people who are, you know, dancing to the Colores album and, you know, probably learning how to say the colors in Spanish as a result yeah. of that, right? You know, so so there are some good things that are happening. You've probably already heard about this little artist called Jennifer Lopez. Or how about Shakira? Ricky Martin? How about the powerhouses that are newer, like Bad Bunny? J Balvin. Rosalía. El demo lo canto con Hondura. Dicen una estrella, una figura. Dector aprendí la sabrosura. And more. The one thing you can ignore across cultures is music. Especially good music. Música con alma y sabor, como la nuestra. There is still this grading down on a curve that I think we still experience. And yet, you know, if, if Bunny's blowing out Taylor Swift's music, then why isn't Bunny getting the $15 million? You know, right. like I've heard, I've heard some stories about the differences in that and sort of like, and for those marketers out there who might be too used to, you know, getting, getting things accomplished that way, like, you know, we got to tell clients that 
listen, it's the hottest music form right now. We're killing it. It's our time. We need to make sure that, you know, we're, we're applying the right dollar amounts to this thing. So if you're working or want to work in media, what should you know about Latinx audiences? But I think what I would tell, you know, anyone that's either, first of all, if you're trying to get into the marketplace, it's still one of the most amazing components of marketing and advertising, um, right? This is an audience. We are people that we love commercials. We love marketing, you know? Um, if you go, if you go through my mom, my mom has a bunch of moving boxes that are in my basement um, as she's moved from one house to the other. And we were going through the boxes uh, over the weekend and we just found a lot of evidence of marketing because there was just a lot of stuff that she was buying, <laughs> right? Like, you know, she saw a product and thought it was really interesting and she was leaning in and she, she, she bought a bunch of it. We, we like advertising. We're okay with advertising as opposed to other sectors which are like, I hate commercials and I don't really want to deal with it at all. Um, so I say that because that just means that there's an incredible ride that you can have in the U.S. Hispanic market because you'll see, you know, the cause and effect. You could see the result of work that you're doing, which is always a good thing. Like you want to know that what you're doing matters, what you're doing, you know, makes an impact. And in our marketplace, it does. And you can kind of see it from all the research and the testing and, you know, the level of engagement within whatever form of technology or, or media that exists, right? You know, radio still, you know, doing pretty well, right? The Spanish language TV networks, despite, you know, all the challenges that TV is having, you know, they still are doing far and away better than regular uh, general market television. So there's something to be said about that. Um, and then when it comes to, you know, digital, the level of engagement that Hispanics have in mobile with apps on the different, you know, sites and so on is incredible, right? So if you work in this business, it's hard. But again, there's a lot of hard businesses. But I do feel that you can still squeeze a little bit of joy out of that work. I'm a big fan of us, you know, I'm a big fan of watching us all grow and gain more importance and essentially power and credibility, you know, in all forms of, of this American life. Because, you know, as John, as John says in, in Latin history for morons, right, we, we've been around for a long time and our contributions have always been there. And unfortunately, those contributions have always sort of been somehow, right, hidden away or not brought to light. I want to talk to you a little bit about John Leguizamo. I have mentioned his name once during this episode as one of the founders of NGL and as an actor. But John is a person who represented Latinx before we were even part of the conversation. He not only was an actor who appeared in a lot of films like Empire, Executive Decision, Moulin Rouge, Romeo and Juliet, and, you know, it's more than 100 films and I don't know which ones to pick. But what's important about him is that he's been representing and he's used his fame to shed light on Latino stereotypes. And then, he brilliantly stomps on those stereotypes while making us laugh. John turned to theater because of that same frustration that a lot of Latinx actors face. It's normal to see us as drug dealers or maids but John set out to break that cycle. And for that, we should be thankful. 
Thank you, John. Now we have a generation that is very conscious of their power. And they are definitely understanding that they can use it. And again, not to do anything negative, but to basically get our fair share, right? You know, we've put in blood, sweat, tears, whatever you want to think about the border, whatever you want to think about, you know, documented or undocumented, all that aside, that Hispanic individual has been working really hard and helping to contribute to so much of this country. And we now, you know, I think my generation and hopefully the, the ones that are coming up behind me really have a lot of the understanding of how it works so that we can go ahead and continue to build something great for us, right? In many cases is what we all owe to our parents who, in many cases, right, traverse land and sea to come and establish something better, not just for themselves, but more, more for their children. And so every time you get up and you go to that job, whatever the job is, you're a paralegal, you know, you are in a marketing agency and you're, you know, you're the ninth man on the list. Just know that being the ninth man today is still fulfilling a bit of the dream that your parents had for you. And the fact that you sit at the table as the ninth man only means that you can become the first man or woman, by the way, person, first person. As a reminder, don't miss the Unidos Together free virtual gathering that will take place on Wednesday, July 1st. The Hispanicized Virtual Summit will feature Latinx influencers, content creators, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and media and entertainment innovators aimed at spreading positive energy through these times. There will be roundtables, keynotes, breakout sessions, and we'll cover topics about activism, TV and film, media and marketing, and more. It's a space for us, by us. And even if you aren't Latinx, maybe especially if you're not Latinx, you should register at hispanicize.com. As always, there's a link in the description of this episode as well. I remember coming into an office in my early years, and I got there really early. And I didn't have my key to get in the door. And I was like, man, I was stuck outside. I'm like, what do I do? And then somebody came in and I said, oh, thank you so much. You're finally here. At least I can get in. And the lady said to me, oh, I think you're confused. You know, the mailroom is down on the second floor, is what she told me. And, you know, it wasn't, you know, she wasn't being horrible about it, but I think that was just the general relationship she had with someone who kind of looked like me. And I think, and that was what, 25, 30 years ago. Um, I believe we've changed the relationship that people have with us. And we're only gonna keep making those changes until it becomes hopefully fully erased and, and everything is fine. Support Latinx content. Register for the Unidos Together free virtual event that will take place on July 1st. And Google John Leguizamo's work. Watch him in action and feel proud to have him represent us. The best way to see more of us and what will get us further is to support each other. Since I was little, man, I, I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a great guy. I mean, you know, he, he's- It's great that he's representing us and he's been doing it for so long. You could say he's made it and, and yep. that his machine continues to go. He's so much more to give. And, uh, and so he's just going forward. 
Hey guys, this is our 10th episode on Latinx, the Big Ten. Thank you so much for your support, and we keep growing. So follow us on Instagram at Latinx and share with your friends, family, coworkers. Invite them to join the Latinx community. And as always, please reach out. I'd love to hear from you.